Thank you for tuning into sermons from Liberty Baptist Church in Newport Beach, California. Our goal is to help you know God more and take the next step in your spiritual journey, no matter where you're at. If you have questions about God or about Liberty, you can connect with us at libertybaptistchurch.org. We pray that the Lord will use this message to be a help and encouragement in your life. If you have your Bibles this morning, turn to where many churches across the country are turning this morning. The Christmas story, Luke in chapter number two, if you will. And Luke two, I'd like you to follow along. We'll look together at uh, 11 or 12 verses, I guess. Luke in chapter number two, if you don't have a copy of God's word with you, there should be one in the pew rack in front of you. Nearly every Sunday, I always challenge and encourage our people uh, to follow along as we preach, to see scripture for yourself, to let it speak to your heart, to let it challenge you. Um, God's Word is sharper than any two-edged sword. The Bible says it can cut right to the heart of things and show us what we need. And I pray you'll let God's Word do that to you this morning. We're approaching the final moments, the final days of 2020, and many people are excited about that. Um, and uh, it's, been a, it's been a crazy year. It's truly been a year unlike any in my lifetime, and I would have to imagine a year unlike any in almost all of your lifetimes. Twelve months ago, we never would have imagined um, all that this year would hold. And, and it reminds us, the Bible says, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. It reminds us that none of our lives are as secure or as planned or as, as certain as we think. In any of our lives, uh, we can get a phone call. There can be news. A doctor can tell us something. Uh, a friend can say anything. In, in a moment, any of our lives can be changed just like that. And really... Over the course of a few moments, if you will, um, our entire nation changed. I remember on Wednesday night, I was getting ready uh, to come, and we had started hearing a little bit about this this disease of COVID and all of that, and I was getting ready on Wednesday night in March to go um, preach a Bible study here on our property, and right before I left, either saw it on my computer or somebody mentioned it to me. They said, oh, I think it was a Thunder game in Oklahoma City. They said, oh, the NBA just canceled the game because a couple of players or, or staff members tested positive, and and from there, the next day, I think the entire NBA shut down. And then uh, states, different ones started. And all of a sudden, what seemed like it might be kind of an unknown virus changed our nation in ways we never would have imagined. And then throughout the, the, the year, we had diff other things. And maybe in your life, you've had some things this year that have been good or, or some, some things that have been not so good. But this year, our world has been filled with all kinds of news. Over and over again, we've heard cries from different uh, channels and corners. We've heard cries of fake news. We've heard that. And uh, it's hard to know who and what to trust. And everybody, it seems, has a platform to share their opinion. And whatever your belief is about whatever uh, current event in our nation is happening, there's a news channel to confirm your belief. Whatever you think is the truth, there is somebody out there that is, 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 is saying that they're an expert that is agreeing with you. And there are people that say they're experts that disagree with you. And what do each one of them call each other? Fake news. Whatever is not what I believe is fake news. But we've heard, we've, we've heard and seen fake news. It seems that everywhere this year we turned, we've been bombarded by bad news. The stock market at times has been up and then it's been down. Of course, COVID, contested elections, closed schools, and the list goes on. There's been bad news. If that weren't enough, when you turn the channel or scroll on the app, we've often this year been met by sad news, heartbreaking news, 
I just talked to one of our members that they're, they're taking an emergency trip to Tennessee for a funeral. Why? Because a relative unexpectedly died this week. That's sad news that they've been met with. There's been millions of jobs lost in our country. A mental health crisis and numbers are way up. Suicide increases. Loved ones dying in hospitals and rest homes alone without anyone by their side. I have a grandmother in Northern California that, that is sitting alone in a, in a rest home, a care facility, and, and she used to, before all of this, she could get out and go to church every week, and she would go to my mom's home, and now for months, she's only been able to look through a window at her loved ones. That's, and I know not, not poor me, that story could be told over and over and over again. Sad news. Business is closing, families going bankrupt. A summary of any TV news show or online news outlet would almost certainly be an avalanche today of discouraging news. And I'll just make mention, I know we have the family service. If there are any uh, young children that, and it's not a problem, having a hard time, that are under the age of five, we do have child care for those under five, or if they continue to cry or whatever, we have the cry room, and we'll just have you usher help them. They can slide right out there so that there's not just continual distractions with the young children. Um, and it's not a problem. I'm not upset with anybody, but just we do have the child care for the younger ones, or you can use the cry room, and you can still listen and hear the service from back there if you'd like to keep them with you, and the ushers can help direct you there. But it seems that in 2020, what floods our minds, what floods our lives, what floods our timelines, and what floods our devices is fake news or bad news or sad news or discouraging news. And this morning from the Christmas story of Luke 2, I want to bring a message entitled, We Could Use a Little of This Right Now. We Could All Use a Little of This Right Now. Have you ever talked to somebody that's going through a tough season? And what do they say? I could really use some, what church, some good news right now. Any of you ever been there? Been in a season of your life? I could really use some good, when it rains, it, and it feels like that sometimes in life. You get hit by this and by that and then this, and 2020 in some ways for some of us has kind of felt like that. I could really use some good news right now. And this morning, I want to preach, and my message won't be as long as it normally is. I want to preach, though, a message. We could use a little of this right now. I believe if we could ever use some good news, I think Christmas of 2020 is a time when we would all agree we could use it. Luke in chapter number two, would you begin reading with me in verse number eight? I want to read verses eight and nine, and then I'd like you to read verse 10 aloud with me. Luke chapter number two, beginning in verse number eight, the Bible says, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were, what's the word there, church? They were sore afraid. Now would you read verse 10 aloud with me? Ready? Begin. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. The shepherds were there going about their daily business, had no idea their whole life was about to change, had no idea God was going to let something come into their life that they never could have imagined that morning. They would had no idea actually the whole world was going to change. They had no idea that night they were going to get news that would change the course of all of human history. Had no idea. And guess what? When things in our lives get changed in ways we didn't foresee and we didn't expect, it can be a little disconcerting. 
It can bring fear and anxiety and wonder and doubt and questions. And we can get scared. And what did the angel say? The angel said, fear not in verse, verse number 10. What is the angel saying? Don't be afraid of all that's happening around you, shepherds. Don't be afraid of God's working that you don't understand why. Because I'm bringing you, behold, I bring you, what are the next two words in verse 10? For behold, I bring you what? Good tidings. What did he bring? Good tidings. I bring you good news. Good tidings of great joy. Shepherds, God's doing some amazing things. You might not see it. God's turning the world upside down. It's seeing what's it going to look like next year, shepherds? Who knows what this all means? You don't understand it all, but God is doing some amazing things. But don't be afraid of what God's doing. I bring you good news. Good tidings of great joy, which shall be out to all people. This morning, I want to look at the good news of Christmas and what it does for us. I want to look at the good news of Christmas and what it does for us from this passage. Number one, I want us to see first and foremost that the good news is for everybody. The good news is for everybody. Do you see it at the end of verse number 10? Which shall be to who, church? Shall be to how many people? It doesn't matter your background. It's the good news of Christmas is for the Republicans and the Democrats. The good news for the Christmas is for the Libertarians and, and the whatever other party. The good news of Christmas is for the rich and for the poor and for the middle class. The good news for Christmas is for the healthy and the sick. The good news of Christmas is for all people. It's not just for the Jew, but also to the Greek. It's not just for this nationality or ethnicity. It's to all people. And I want to say this morning, sometimes we say things like, man, I can never catch a break. Oh, my I'm just cursed. I never have this. I wasn't born with a silver spoon. I didn't have that opportunity or that upbringing, whatever it might be. And we sometimes make excuses why we kind of have this, this, this bad position in life. May I say the foot, the, the ground is level at the foot of the cross. And with Jesus, the good news of Christmas is for all people. It's for everybody. It's interesting. And I was pondering this this week. Who were the first people to hear the good news of the Savior's birth? The shepherds. What are shepherds? They're lowly, unknown, unnoticed, do their work in quiet, not respected, not highly, highly paid, not some amazing, they're, they're unrespected, dirty, smelly shepherds out in the field with the animals all night long. They sleep with the sheep. They don't sleep in comfort. This And this is who God said, I want them to hear the good news first. What does it tell us? It doesn't tell us that the, those people matter more than any. I think what it tells us is, and we see it, what it tells us, it's for all people. The, the, the news, the first people to receive the good news were third shift blue collar workers. Those that we might view as maybe kind of some of the worst jobs that you would want, a third shift blue collar worker, you're working, you're working as hard as you can and you're doing it all night long, that's who Jesus came to tell the good news of. May I just say, church family, this morning on Christmas 2020, it doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter what you've done. This news is for all people. The coming of Christ that we celebrate at Christmas is a reminder that God's grace is sufficient for what you're facing. 
His love is abundant for whatever your need. His mercy is new every morning and it's everlasting. His forgiveness is offered freely for all. Well, I didn't grow up like that. Well, I came from that bad background. Well, I've made those mistakes in my life. Well, I've messed up there. Well, I, I made those decisions. Well, I, God could never accept me because of this and somebody's hurt me in this way and I've hurt somebody in that way. And I want to tell you, Satan loves to condemn you for where you came from or what you've done. But the good news of Christmas is for all people that Jesus Christ came to take care of all of those things that you struggle with. And that's the next point I see here in this passage. The good news, not only is it for everybody, but it's the answer to your problems. We're looking for answers in all kinds of places. We look for answers in, in politics. It's why people get so, so, so divisive and so angry and vitriolic over it. We look for answers in policies. We look for answers in finances and money. We look for answers in substances. We look for answers in, in, a, in a relationship and a fellow person. We look for answers in all kinds of places. But I want you to see what the Bible says in verse number 11. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a what church? A which is Christ the Lord, a Savior. Verse number 13, And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. What is the angel saying to the shepherds? This one that is coming is the answer to every problem on earth. It's the answer to every problem in your life. Who was born, did it say in verse 11? A counselor, and I'm not against counselors, but it wasn't a counselor. Now he is the mighty counselor, but it wasn't just a, a counselor. Was it a motivational speaker that was born? No, it wasn't, although his speeches were motivational. Was it just a friend with a positive outlook that could help lift my spirits a little bit? No, it was more than that. Was it just a, a self-help uh, guru? No, it wasn't just a self-help guru, although if you follow Christ, you'll find help for yourselves. Was it a teacher? No, it just wasn't a teacher, although he was the master teacher. Was it just a good man? No, 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 no. Verse 11, unto you is born this day in the city of David a what? A Savior. What is a Savior? The one that has the answer to all of my needs. I'm, I'm, I'm dying. I'm drowning. I need to be rescued. I need a Savior. I don't just need someone to lift my spirits a little bit. I don't just need somebody to give me an encouraging word. I don't just need somebody to tell me a good story. I need a Savior. And the good news of Christmas is that God sent the one who is the answer to every one of your problems. The question is, will you accept Him and let you let Him help you solve your problems. Jesus, church, and I know this sounds so cliche, but I want you to hear it. Jesus is everything you've been looking for. The peace you've tried to find in that bottle or that substance, Jesus is that peace. And it's, He's better than that peace. The fulfillment or pleasure you've been trying to find in that sinful activity, he has, he has pleasures far better than that. That significance you've been trying to find in that career, He has far long-lasting significance than you could ever find in any career. He is not just a helper, although He's a helper. He is the answer to every problem. He is the answer is Jesus Christ. Man, we mess things up on our own, don't we? And so we need a Savior. By the way, we don't just need a Savior to come alongside and help us with our plans. We need a Savior to rescue us from our plans. 
We don't just need a Savior to come along and make life a little bit better. We need a Savior to come along and transform our lives to what He wants them to be, to save us from ourselves and from our sin. I don't know what problems each of you are facing in your life right now, but I do know that there is a Savior who is standing with arms open wide for you to run to Him, admit your need, and allow Him to change everything. That's why He came. And isn't that good news? He's the answer to all your problems. Not only is the good news for everybody, not only is the good news the answer to all your problems. Number three, I see here, the good news will change your direction. Look at verse 15. Verse number 15, please. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. They woke up that morning with a full set of plans. They knew where they were taking the sheep. They knew where they were eating the, the grass. They knew that where they were sleeping. They knew what they were, where they were going the next day. And guess what? When they came into contact and the good news that a Savior was born, it changed their plans. It changed their direction. They said, let's get, we got to go a different direction. Let's get to the Savior. Let's get to Bethlehem and see what this angel is talking about, what he's told us about. When they heard about Jesus, their plans changed. The stuff that seemed important that morning didn't matter at all on that silent night. The coming of Christ changed their direction and probably there are some in this room that the direction you've been on, you need to allow Jesus, the truth that he came to change your direction. And, and again, I said this earlier, Jesus didn't just come to come alongside and make our plans a little better. Jesus didn't come just to make bad people good or good people better. Jesus came to make spiritually dead people alive to change their direction. That's what the word, that John preached the message of repent. That's what the word repent means. To repent means to change directions, an about face, similar to a military term of a 180. You're standing here and they tell you about face, you go the exact opposite direction. That is, Jesus came for us to do an about face from our sin to a Savior. And the shepherds, when they heard the good news that Christ was born, it changed their direction. May I encourage you to take inventory in 2020. What direction, what path has your life taken? By the way, our direction determines our destination. You will be who you have been becoming. Whatever direction you're headed right now, if, if it's a, a wrong one, if you don't make a major change, you will end up at the consequences of where that wrong direction will take you. And Jesus came to change our direction. What they planned on doing that morning was totally different by that night. And may I encourage you, as you take inventory of 2020, would you let the Word of God and the reality of Christ in your life guide and direct your steps and change your direction as we move into a new year of 2021? Number four, what do I see in verse number 16? Would you read the first, uh, the first five words, first five words of verse 16 up to the word haste? Ready? Begin. And they came with haste. Number four, the good news will change your priorities. The good news that Jesus Christ is born, the reality that God loved you so much that He sent a Savior will change your priorities. What does it say? And they came, what's those next two words? With haste. Well, Jesus is over there. Hey, let's stop over here. And I've been wanting to try this restaurant out for a minute. I've got a friend who lives over here. Let's stop there. And 
at some point we'll get over there to bed. And some, at some point I'm going to make Jesus kind of important in my life. And let me, let me get through college and let me kind of get through this career. Let me in my 20s enjoy myself. And maybe I'll settle down at some point in my 30s. And then I'll really kind of get serious about this thing. And, and, and let me live my life. Let me focus on myself. Let me focus on my desires. Let me kind of sow my wild oats. Let me try out my things. And then I'll kind of get serious. And by the way, it's not just something for teens and 20-year-olds. We in our 30s, 40s, 50s and above, we can get complacent and allow Christ to become much lower on our priority list. But I see here for them, knowing Him became the priority. Meeting Christ, they made haste. we got to get there. All that matters is going to see this baby boy, going to see this one that could change our whole lives. All that matters is finding out what God is doing in our lives. Nothing else matters. I'm not going to, we're, we're not going to make excuses. We're not going to say, well, maybe tomorrow or maybe next week, I'm going to keep living the way that I want and maybe soon. No, when, when, when the angel came and said, God's doing something amazing right now, it could change your life. It changed their priorities. Nothing else mattered except getting to Jesus. And, and I just want to encourage every one of us because there have been seasons of complacency and confusion and, and selfishness in my own life. I want to encourage every one of us to stop putting our spiritual lives and priorities off for another time. Well, I'll get to that down the road. I'll get that part right in my life later on. I'll really get serious about that. No, with haste, we ought to obey the words of the Lord. That's what the shepherd said. And when Jesus is our priority, there is nothing in this world that will get in the place of that, that will get in the way of that. No plans, no career, no desires, no, no direction, nothing at all. All of my plans and desires will pale in comparison to personally knowing the Messiah of the world. Whatever those shepherds' plans were, they paled in comparison to, to getting to personally know the Messiah that, Jesus, that God had sent, the Messiah that Jesus was. They said, none of my plans matter anymore. This is what I have to give my life to. I've got to go find that Savior. Can you say that? In your life, can I say that in mine? Nothing else matters except getting to know Him. The good news of Christmas should change our priorities. Number five, the good news should and could and will, if you allow it to, change your purpose. Would you read verse number 17 aloud with me? Verse 17, and I'm almost done. And when they had seen it, I'm sorry, I didn't say ready to begin. I'm sorry, ready? begin. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. What was their career in verse 17 now? Well, let's go back. What was their career in verse 8? They were in the same country, what? Shepherds. Their career was shepherds. What was their career in verse 17? They were now evangelists. They weren't shepherds. They were evangelists who cared for sheep. Oh, they still took care of the sheep, but their purpose was different. Their priority wasn't the sheep anymore. Their priority was, we've got to make known abroad. Jesus has come. He, he's changed the world. We've got to let everybody know we can. The fact the coming of the Savior changed their purpose. No longer were the sheep the highest priority. Proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ was the highest priority in their lives. They weren't shepherds any longer as much as they were evangelists who took care of sheep. They were no longer living for themselves or another master. They were living for a new master, and that, that was to make known the glory of God in the world. What are you and I, and what am I giving my life to and for? Let the good news that Christ is born change your purpose for living. 
Make your purpose to do anything and everything that you can to know Christ and to make him known to everyone and in every way that you can. And then lastly, as we close out this passage with the shepherds in verse 20, the last verse speaking of them, it says, and the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as, as it was told unto them. The good news will change your focus. A couple verses before, what was their focus? Fear. Uncertainty. Doubt. What is God doing? How is this going to mess up my life? Why is this happening to us? We're just shepherds out in the middle of nowhere. They were scared to death what was happening all around them. And when they came into contact with Jesus Christ, what was their focus now? Praising and glorifying, rejoicing. It changed their focus. They were no longer focused on their fear. They were no longer focused on any problems or petty problems they had. They weren't focused on any of that pain or anything. The problems of life were not foremost on their lips. And by the way, when we fall in love with Jesus Christ, the difficulties of life will pale in comparison when we get a glimpse of the gospel and the miraculous love of God who sent his only begotten son. When the truth of Jesus Christ overwhelms us, it changes our focus from to the Savior. It changes our focus from the empty to the eternal. It changes our focus from what matters today to what matters forever. It changes our focus from the bad news all around us to the good news that is greater than all of that news around us. It changes our focus from griping to glorifying. It changes our focus from petty complaining to praising Christ. And it changes our focus from doubt and fear to faith and trust. When we truly fall in love in with Jesus and find out that God loved us so much it changes all of our focus life isn't about us anymore it's all about him this morning do you need your focus changed have you been focusing on the fake news around you the bad news around you the sad news around you the discouraging news around you the hurt or pain or 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 or, or circumstances that came into your life that you would have never asked for in 2020 is that your focus let jesus christ on this christmas sunday morning let him change your focus to praising and glorifying god god all of this pales in comparison when i remember that you love me so much that you sent jesus christ to die for me Friend that's here this morning or those that are watching online, could you use a little good news to close out 2020? Has 2020 been a little rough in some ways that we didn't expect? Well, that is exactly what Christmas is. It is good tidings of great joy to all people. The summary of what the good news reminds us of and teaches us, the good news is for you, shall be to all people. The good news is the answer to all of your problems. The good news will change your direction. Christ is that good news. Christ is for you. Christ is the answer to your problems. Christ will change your direction if you'll let him. He will change your priorities. He will change your purpose. He will change your focus. On this Christmas weekend, let the good news, the gospel of Jesus, change you completely today, no matter where you find yourself. We could all use... A little of this right now, couldn't we? I bring you, fear not, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. I don't care where you've been or what you've done, it's for you. Christ is for you. 
He can change you. He can rescue you. He's the answer to that problem you're facing. He's the Savior. He can change your purpose, your priorities, your focus, your direction. The question is, will you let Him? Or, if you had been that shepherd on that silent night, and the angel said, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people, would you say, that's for somebody else. I'm going to keep living my life the way I want to live it. That's for somebody else. I want to be a shepherd. That's for somebody else. Go tell somebody else about that. I'm happy with the life I've crafted as a shepherd out here. Or will you say like the shepherds did, let's go see what this is all about. Let's all bow our heads and close our eyes. With our heads bowed and our eyes closed, you've listened well. And kids that are in here, you've listened tremendously as well. With their heads bowed and our eyes closed. How many of you would say, Pastor Ryan, if I were to be honest before you and God, there's never been a time where I've personally began a relationship with Jesus Christ. He is not my Savior. I don't know for sure if I died that I would go to heaven. Pastor Ryan, you were talking to me. The Holy Spirit was talking to me. Jesus has come to be my Savior, but I've never made the, the decision to accept Him as my Savior. I won't embarrass you, but I'd like to pray for you. Pastor Ryan, that's me. I don't know for sure if I died that I'd go to heaven. I don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is my Savior. Would you just slip your hand up? God was speaking to me while you were speaking. I'd like to pray with you. Is there anybody like that? I don't know for sure if I died that I'd go to heaven. I've been trusting in my own works. I've never placed my faith in Christ alone. Is there anybody like that? How many of you would say, Pastor Ryan, the good tidings of great joy from this passage are exactly what I needed in 2020. I needed to be reminded that Christ isn't just for somebody else like that, that grew up better than I did or that has made better decisions than I have. He's for me. I need to be reminded that He came to change my direction. He's the answer to my problems where I've been looking for other answers. He came to change my purpose, my priorities, my focus. I've let some of those things slip in 2020 because of all the scary stuff around. And Pastor Ryan, God spoke specifically to me about one of those areas. And with God's help, like the shepherds, I'm going to allow the truth of Christ to change me in some ways. Would you slip your hand up? I'd like to pray with you. Pastor Ryan, God spoke specifically to me this morning. Thank you. I see hands in every section. Thank you for your tenderness and listening. Lord, you've seen the hands and you know the heart. And God, in a moment as we have our invitation, I pray that you would continue to work in each and every life. Help all of us to be changed by the truth of the gospel. May it change our priorities, our purpose, our direction, our focus. God, may we not focus on the problems down here, but on glorifying and praising you. May we not focus on temporal things that won't last, but on proclaiming the name of Jesus in every way. Thank you for listening to Messages from Liberty. Tune in next week for more Bible teaching or subscribe on iTunes to stay up to date with our current series.